This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now live from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Dave McCann. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Tuesday, June 14th. Wherever and however you have chosen to join us, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up alongside a man who would never disparage his rival Come or on. opponent, Dave McCann. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's National Championship Tuesday show, so we've got that with some big stars coming up. But, uh, uh, you know, the NCAA canceled a guy's performance at the College World Series because um, <laughs> he had flashed the horns down uh, – in the women's college World Series. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you do the horn down there, you don't get to do the national anthem in the college World Series, where the Longhorns are actually competing. Texas will have the last laugh in some way, right? Their boosters, their money, they'll cancel you somehow. The only time I've disparaged a colleague uh, over a rivalry, Dini Wimmer and I were shooting a promo <laughs> up in uh, Salt Lake for the BYU Utah thing, and. Uh, and I'm driving around, I got these cameras on me, and I'm just adamant about this. And then I and then I realized and I said to Hey Dini, hey Dini, you know what this is? These are two L's. <laughs> the two L's, a regular L and a backwards L come together mm-hmm. to form your for, to form your U. Sure. Well th- there is a horns down for BYU Utah. It's it's the U down or the sh- or I'm not sure what the what the Utah fans do to make fun of the Shaka. I don't, it's hard to make fun of a Shaka or, yeah. or the Y. Half the people don't even know what it is. Yeah, hang loose. <laughs> you know. So you got to be a little more creative. But I, I remember that being really the really time. I mean, I kind of felt bad a little bit. Yeah. But the promo was so awesome. I was. I it was, turned out well. It, it was. Good. It was totally worth it. It was good, and you know, it was during their winning streak, so they didn't care. So. Only once in his life has he disparaged his opponent. Well, at least for today's show. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Again, he is Dave McCann. I am Spencer Linton. Loaded show lineup. Dave mentioned it's a national championship flair of a Tuesday show. We've got two national champions joining the show today. Is that a record? Have we had two two national national champions in the same show? I am trying to remember if there were a time. I believe we had Whitney Orton and Connor Mance on in the same show. So it's an it's we're equaling that effort. This time second time. It's Courtney Wayment and Ashton Reiner in the steeplechase and in the javelin. Now, the javelin scenario is very unique. She did something, speaking of Ashton Reiner, that hasn't been done ever at BYU. We'll discuss that. Plus, uh, Dave, when we're talking about massive individual performances and the most dominant individual performances over the last athletic calendar year, we went through a long list. We're going to discuss what's at the top. Is it by default a national championship? It's hard to argue with that, but there were some other incredible performances, which we will all discuss. One of the greatest years, if not the greatest year in the history of BYU athletics across the board this past year. Wow. So we picked some names. You picked some names. We'll see if they all match up. But there were some spectacular performances. Let's add to that with today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Ashley Hatch named the U.S. Women's National Team roster for the 2022 CONCACAF Championship. The CONCACAF began, uh, begins July 4th. Great day to start. Plays through July 18th. Hatch has scored four career goals in her eight appearances with Team USA. She is a rising star. We're going to see her scoring goals in the Olympics. That'd be awesome. How wild is that? Yeah, the World Cup, the Olympics. Uh, really, 
she she is at the top of her game. On the roster, congrats. Elijah Bryant, fresh off an NBA championship last year with the Milwaukee Bucks. He won a EuroLeague championship with his Turkish League team, and now he's in the Turkish League finals with uh, Anadolu Efes, but they lost to Fenerbahce. They trail in that series three games to one. It's over now. So they got the EuroLeague championship, but the Turkish League championship apparently goes to the opponent. So well, Elijah good. doesn't just always win championships. <laughs> apparently he not. He wins championships and then takes second sometimes. Yeah, well, Eli, for his uh, efforts, 10 points, 4 rebounds, and an assist in 28 minutes played in Game 4. The EuroLeague champ averaged 10.5 points a game in his first season with Anadolu Efes, who, by the way, is a team that Mark Pope played for as well. You know, Coach Pope was on here talking about animal sacrifices (laughs) in his debut over there in the Turkish League. Wild. We're like, whoa. Different game. Next level stuff. Different game. BYU men's golfer Carson Lundell named an honorable mention All-American by the Golf Coaches Association of America. Lundell won the individual NCAA regional title, helped BYU qualify for nationals. Slipped a bit in the nationals, but uh, what a great player, and uh, his best golf is still ahead of him. He just might be involved in today's dominant performance conversation. Alex Barcelo, too, a nominee for that conversation, working out with the Atlanta Hawks today, that via Chris Kirshner on Twitter. This will be... And we have counted up to at least eight teams that Barcelo has worked out for. Everybody loves an elite shooter. He's uh, also worked out for the Jazz, the Kings, the Hornets, among other teams. The draft is next Thursday. Barcelo hopes to be the 46th player ever drafted out of BYU. That's a tall task. He's not projected to be drafted, but just maybe a good enough shooter that he could work his way onto a roster. I love that he's at all these camps where they can see him firsthand, get to know his personality, see his leadership, which is really one of his best tools, and then he can shoot the three. Yeah. And every team needs somebody to shoot the three. The Celtics could have used some guys shooting the three last night. (laughs) Seriously. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Individual dominating performances. As Dave just mentioned, the 2021-2022 athletic calendar year at Brigham Young University will go down as one of the greatest in BYU athletics history. Topped off this past weekend with not one, but two individual national championships. In the steeplechase by Courtney Wayman, she broke an NCAA record in doing so, and Ashton Reiner's individual national championship throwing the javelin okay so dave uh we just talked about it long list of incredible athletes got us thinking what were the greatest and most memorable individual performances of the past year by a byu athlete uh there are many ways you can take this conversation as we found out this morning where are you starting and it's interesting that um that we've compiled this list and it's been that kind of a year when the basketball team wasn't great, didn't make the NCAA tournament for the men, and uh, the football team lost in the Independence Bowl. So those are the marquee that we usually go, was it a good year? How'd those teams do? We're talking about everybody else yeah. that carried the load this year. And, uh, and, and Wayman, since she's coming on the show, I, I, let's, she's right there at the top of the list. National championship in the steeplechase, fastest American in the world this year, and fifth fastest all-time running the steeplechase. It's incredible. Nine minutes and 16 seconds. What's going to be better than that? Like, can we just go ahead and dub that? Like, that's the most impressive individual performance to win a national championship, break a record. And then for the reasons you just pointed out, like, fastest in the in the world thus far this year? Think about it. She should get a deal with Domino's Pizza because she can get a pizza to your house in nine minutes and 16 <laughs> seconds. That beats a half hour or a free pizza, uh, no matter what. 
Uh, congratulations to her. I'm excited to talk to her here coming up this morning. What a, what a story she is. Okay. Uh, Ashton Reiner is a unique case as yep. well because BYU had not won a field national championship, at least in the field events, in three decades. you got to go all the way back to 1992, the last time a woman won a national championship in a field event. BYU had never won the javelin. Ashton Reiner changed all of that. So, again, her natty is very unique. Courtney and Ashton, in a lot of ways, really kind of setting new marks in the record books at BYU in their, in their own unique ways. Well, and then you got to go Connor Mance, another national champion. Oh, ho-hum, back-to-back. That's, that's what he does. Back-to-back. A sec, you know what they say? It's harder to it's, – it's the hardest thing to do is to defend a national championship, and he did that in the men's cross-country final. Yeah, and, and, and he's, a, he's another tremendous story uh, with a bright future ahead running. Um, and, and so he and Whitney Orton, another national champion. So we're talking about the, this is the Mount Rushmore of the list, the top four, so yeah. to speak. Is BYU a running school all champions. of a sudden? Is BYU a track and field school? Uh, the Longhorns would say we've always been a running school uh, if Taysom's a quarterback. But <laughs> it seems like, uh, yeah, they have carried the, the, they've carried the flag on flag day as we talk. They have carried the flag this year for BYU for national titles. And now as we, as we move further down the list, it's just one hit after the other. Yes. Um, we start with the national champions, but I mean, yeah. I watched firsthand on several occasions this year BYU's best all around gymnast, Sadie Minor Van Tassel, uh, set her new career marks. She had a career best in the all around 39.525 mm. against Arizona in her final home meet. She led the charge for one of Guard Young's really, really talented teams. This is a program that's been consistently on the rise. They finish ranked in the top 20 again, and Sadie Minor Van Tassel's career best, career high 39.525, was an unforgettable performance. And you've tossed around the idea that uh, gymnastics might win the first Big 12 championship. Listen, BYU. Oklahoma has dominated that conference. I mean, just absolutely dominated that conference. When they leave for the SEC, then it's kind of open game. It's Denver and uh, Iowa State's okay, West Virginia's okay, but it's going to be probably between Denver and BYU. Denver is in the Big 12 Gymnastics Conference. So, yeah, BYU's going to have an immediate chance to win that title. Tyler Algier. Oh, man. We were over there at uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That game went like six hours. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. The Cavaliers scored 35 points in the second quarter. <laughs> we made some adjustments. They only scored seven in the second half. Tyler Algier scored the whole game long. He ran for 266 yards. He scored five touchdowns, tying the school record for most touchdowns in a game. With Jamal Williams. He ran through uh, the Cavalier defense. Now, Virginia came in in second place in their division in the ACC. They had big plans. They win this game, and they're going home thinking they're going to contend for the division title and go play for the right to go to a, a mega bowl game. But BYU just took them out, and this guy did it almost by himself. How about – I think the most impressive thing for me, other than the five touchdowns, which absolutely just jumps off the page, is the average – per carry every time he touched the ball 9.2 yards per rush so hey Tyler uh, I'm going to give you the ball and we're going to be guaranteed at least 9.2 yards right and he here. did it against a Bronco Mendenhall defense I mean he's the head coach that Bronco stopped the run when he was at BYU that's what he did mm. those guys were diving at ankles and Algier just ran over him like a truck yeah incredible it was fun to watch how about some BYU softball? Violet Zavodnik against Iowa State. Now, this was probably the best series that BYU women's softball played all year, taking down uh, the future Big 12 opponent Cyclones. Zavodnik, in that Saturday third game, 
two home runs, three for four, five runs driven in, and this was really the uh, capped the sweet performance by BYU softball. The little gritty over the home plate, which became her signature celebration. She gets the home run chain. Zavodnik was the best player in the West Coast Conference. It's an absolute travesty, a travesty mockery, if you will, Dave. Yeah, it's both those that words. she did not. <laughs> get West Coast Conference Player of the Year. But, hey, she had her day in the sun, quite literally, against Iowa And State. she's one of my favorites. How, how good is she going to be next season? Yeah, she, she just gets by better the way, yeah, she was a and sophomore. better. It's just a sophomore. She was a sophomore. Might be the greatest ever that comes through. She was the West Coast Conference Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year in the same season. Yeah. Yeah. She should have been the four-year sweep Correct. as Player of the Year. Correct. Her, her senior year will be in the Big 12. So that'll be cool. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. All right, let's continue on along the list. Michaela uh, Coulihan, hat trick against Alabama. It's just nothing. You know, it's what she does. That was in the NCAA the tournament. NCAA tournament. That was in the NCAA tournament. It's one thing to have a hat trick in soccer. Like, whoa, that's an incredible performance. But to do it in the tournament, to advance in a single elimination bracket like that, in just dominant performance. I mean, Michaela Coulihan, there's a reason that she's one of the best to ever play at BYU. And Think about this run of players. With, you got Ashley Hatch. you got Coulihan. Yeah. Um, and the list goes on and on of these these great players. I mean, yeah, BYU women's soccer, soccer is in a really great place. Okay, they got three players in the National Women's Soccer League, led by Ashley Hatch, and then Michaela Coulihan and Cameron, Cameron Tucker. Tucker. Okay, how about Alex Barcelo against Pepperdine? Dave, thirty-three points, made nine of ten threes. <laughs> that was one of those nights where you're like. Hey, and on the road, by the way, this wasn't in the confines of the Mary. No, Center. this is at Firestone Fieldhouse where BYU has struggled traditionally. Yeah, and it's this is the game where you're like, get it to Alex, let him shoot every single time. And they weren't all just wide open shots either. He had to move and juke a little bit, but man, he was on fire. Mm. That was a great performance by Barcelo, one of the best of the year. 33, as you mentioned, 9 of 10 shooting the three. I think it was after this, didn't Billis come on after this and say yes. he's the best shooter in yes. America? Yes. Yeah, it's not surprising that Jay Billis was like, yeah, Alex Barcelo is the best shooter. In and, and that's why he's at all these NBA camps, including the Hawks today. When you can shoot at that elite and a level, like you're going to get a look. Yeah. And what's what's the deal here? Yeah, their teams are about to find out. How about another shooter? Uh, yeah, Paisley Harding on the road at Utah. Now, this one gets overlooked because it wasn't on BYU TV and – there were still some other sports happening simultaneously. Paisley Harding lifting BYU to a win at Utah, which this really turned out to be BYU's best win of the season, Dave, in an unforgettable season for the Cougars and Jeff Judkins. This road win by the metrics when all was said and done was BYU's best win. It took 33 points from Paisley Harding against Utah, but she wasn't done. She did it again on the road against BYU's second toughest opponent, which Gave him their second best and win. And she got knocked out of that game. Had to At get some Gonzaga. Stitches, got yes. some stitches, came back in, in like a Disney movie and finished the job. They they went up there. And what a tag team she was with Gonzalez. Maybe that's why Shaylee's looking around for some other options in the portal because so much attention would have to be put on Paisley. That yeah. allowed Gonzalez to get shots. And when Gonzalez was getting double teamed, Paisley and Tegan Graham and the others lit it up. But yeah. uh, Harding was fantastic. I think she Carson. had 19 points in the second half against Gonzaga with stitches. Yeah, And you have to know she's shooting. Somebody guard her. And that, that was a pretty good NCAA tournament Gonzaga team. Yeah, yeah, you Literally. bet. Carson Lundell winning the regionals. 
helping BYU get to the Nationals. We had him here on the show before the Regionals. What a what a fine young man, a great golfer. Yeah, we mentioned Cam Tucker earlier. We were talking about BYU's great women's soccer players. She had a four spot against St. Mary's. Okay, let's see. Hey, hat <laughs> trick's okay. How about one more? Four goals in the same game against St. Mary's. A 7 nothing dominant performance by Cameron Tucker. If you're Tucker. the goalie uh, and you give up four goals to the same person, <laughs> you know, you got to dig in deep just to come back from that. Aye, aye, aye. That or yell at your defense a little bit more. <laughs> How about a little help? What in the world is going on? Okay, not surprisingly, our question of the day uh, deals with these great individual performances. We want to know what you think. What were the most impressive and memorable individual performances by BYU athletes over the past year? So we're talking from August to the current day. Uh, we, we already gave you the Mount Rushmore, the national champions. And two just walked in. Yeah, so. a, a couple of national champions just walked <laughs> into the studio. We'll hear from Courtney Wayman uh, in just a moment. But let's hear from you right now, BYUSN, in Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. First response in from at Twiggy or Stone on the Twitter machine says, might be recency bias, but the way that Courtney Wayman pulled so far ahead of the field and destroyed the existing record is very impressive. Not often, if ever, do we witness a BYU athlete break a record and win a national championship at the same time. Hashtag BYUSN. This was something else. This was one for the ages. We're going to discuss it. Like, what happened? What, what went right for her? Everything came together. We're going to talk to her in just a few minutes. Coming up, another pondering question. Would Kalani ever compete in a rodeo? <laughs> and if so, which event would he do? More Bronco Mendenhall. You know, <laughs> not just Virginia. He's, he's wrangling up some, uh, some cattle. He's got free time. And national champion and NCAA record holder Courtney Wayman joins us in studio as promised. Hopefully she's caught her breath by now. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Check out Deep Blue Volume 3 featuring Alex Barcelo, Cody Figger, Gideon George, and others. Friday at noon Eastern time here on BYU TV and on BYU Radio. We are live at Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Dave McCann. As promised, it is time now for the first of two national champions on the desk in Studio B today. Her name is Courtney Wayment, NCAA record holder and, yes, champion in the steeplechase. Courtney, welcome, welcome. Thanks. It's good to be back. How'd that BYU Sports Nation karma treat you on the track? You know what? I think it's treating yeah. me well. I appreciate yeah. it. Hopefully, okay. you know, now that my career's done, it'll bleed onto other people <laughs> so they can get that karma too. You know? It does seem to move around. <laughs> it does. Karma. Yeah. What, how, what does it feel like? What does it feel like to be a national champ? Um, it's special. It's something that's it's hard to do and it's it's not always guaranteed and a lot of things have to line up and the stars kind of have to align. And so, you know, it's special. Why did it work out so well? Like you said, the stars have to align. Things have to go just right. Like, why was it the perfect day and the perfect run? What happened? Um, I think for me, it, you know, it was pouring grain. So in that aspect, it wasn't a perfect day. But um, Coach Taylor has prepared me so well that she came up with a race plan that, like, we both felt really confident in. And um, I knew that Coach Taylor had prepared me in such a way that it didn't matter what um, any of the external factors look like that 
I was going to be able to execute a race plan because of how much Coach Taylor has yeah. prepared me. So, Have you stopped yourself and, and allowed yourself to just say, I am the fastest woman in America? <laughs> I think, um, I think I don't know if I've processed all of that stuff, <laughs> but um, I think something that I've learned um, in my the last year especially is that nothing's guaranteed. And so... Um, it's awesome that I ran these fast times, but that doesn't mean anything's guaranteed in the future for but me. When you're up nine seconds, you, you beat everybody by nine seconds. Um, now, I, I, we're not distance runners. so <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> if I look in my rearview mirror and a car's nine seconds behind me, I, I, I can relate to that. Uh, there's no one behind you for nine seconds. So, so who's pushing you to run faster when you, when you have your opponents are like way back there? How'd that work? Um, I think a lot of it is just from the heart and Coach Taylor. Every lap, um, I would come off the water jump and I would look for Coach Taylor. And yeah, can you hear her? What's she saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, different things like perfect, find your rhythm. She would tell me like numbers of, you know, the splits I was hitting and. So do you have a pe- an earpiece? Can you hear it? Could she talk to you while you're going? <laughs> no, like a quarterback? But, no, but I think... <laughs> hey, turn left. Turn left. Yeah, I think if you listen closely, you could probably hear her in the, in the video. So, But yeah, I think a lot of it just comes from the passion and the love that I have for mm. the steeple. I, I really, truly love the steeple, and it's so much fun. And so I find so much joy competing in it. And I think there were so many moments where I didn't get the opportunity to compete in it. Yeah. And so... I think that propels you, you know, when you're solo like that. Incredible. Courtney Wayman with us on BYU Sports Nation. Just won a national championship and broke an NCAA record in doing so in the steeplechase. I love the journey that track and field athletes specifically go on because you're enjoying this super high high, this ultimate triumph, but that doesn't mean there haven't been some incredibly difficult moments and times and almost like a bottoming out. So like, what was what was the bottom for you that led to the ultimate rise? Like, what was the most challenging part of all of this for you, pushing you to become the greatest? Um, like, are you meaning this season? It does. Or, could be this um, season. It could be anywhere in your athletic career. You you can if you can pinpoint something. I just like. Was there a time where you go? You know what? I should do foosball. Maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um. There was an experience. It was one time after my sophomore year. I had been um, dealing with a nagging injury that just seemed to not want to go away. And I had called Coach Taylor one night, and I just felt like my dreams were escaping. And I felt like, you know, because this injury had been nagging so long, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get the opportunity to compete anymore. And so I had kind of made a comment, like I did make a comment that, um, you know, maybe I don't want to run anymore. And um, she was so understanding, and she was so patient, but she still believed, even in the moment that I didn't believe in myself she believed in me. And um, I think about that moment a lot. And, and that's one of the key points for me that I, that really changed the path that I was headed on for running. Wow. So I'm great. I'm really grateful for Coach Taylor. Let's talk about the path because now you're heading into the professional ranks. You get to go back there in a couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And try to make the U.S. team mm-hmm. and then head off to you know, things are ahead like, like the Olympics. What, what's, uh, what's it look like for you? Yeah, so um, hopefully here soon I will, you know, announce a professional contract, which is so exciting. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll stay here and I'll join my past teammates and now new teammates, Whitney and Anna. And, right. um, you know, hopefully do what I can to 
um, achieve goals like, you know, making an Olympic team and making the U.S. teams. Those are big goals. And so, you know, it's time to get back to work, sure. put my head back down and keep going. Yeah. Well, what, what is the next big goal? What's the next immediate goal for you? Yeah. So, um, normally I don't talk about goals. I feel like it's kind of not a secret at this point. Um, you know, next week I compete, like you said, at USA's. And so, you know, hopefully make a team and okay. that, that would be the goal. And the USA's just happen to be on the same track you were just on. Mm-hmm. So if we can get some rain over there. Yeah. Is that advantageous to you at all? Do you feel like, there? Hey, I just ran here. I just ran this race. I was just so awesome. Is, do, you, do you feel like you have an advantage? Um, I feel like, I mean, I know a lot of people have run on that track too, but I feel like, um, I'm a little more prepared in if whatever the conditions are, the prelims at NCAAs, it was really hot. And then the finals, it was rainy. So I feel like I'm a little prepared in that aspect, but, um, there's, there's magic there and there's magic with coach Taylor. So I think hopefully it should turn out well. Most people don't win national championships. Uh, and even fewer, it seems, go to the Olympics. I mean, you've won four. And you've, okay. got, you've got four. You've won four. But this was the first outdoor. So we're, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you've got a bunch. Uh, what would it mean to run for the country someday in the steeplechase? I think that's, you know, one of the highest honors there can be to represent this country. And there's, there's a lot of really cool things. But I think that would, would be one of the highest honors to, yeah. you know, represent the country. Yeah. You realize that you have the ultimate one-upper scenario, right? Like, people talking about all the great things that they've done and places they've been, you're like, I'm a four-time national champion and a six-time All-American. <laughs> I don't even need a car. I can just, <laughs> I can just run there. It's incredible. It is, yeah. it is incredible. Yeah. Now, I, we were trying to figure out, like, we know you broke the record, but um, the articles that we were reading, we couldn't figure out if, like, you'd just beaten everybody by nine seconds or if you broke the NCAA record by nine seconds. So can you clarify on that? Yeah, I think it's um, a mixture of both. I think um, I beat the next collegian by nine seconds, yes. but I broke the NCAA record, NCAA record by, like, eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it was so close. That's yeah. why it was a little confusing. Yeah. I'm like, wait, yeah. so, how did it work? But it was kind of the both. Yeah. So the second place finisher was running a really good time. Oh, that's what you're ran, telling us. Yeah, she ran an incredible time. She had an incredible race, and you know it's cool to see well, other people and, reaching their dreams. And, too. and think about it. there's a lot of Americans that have come before you, and you're the fifth fastest to ever run this race. Like, like that's a lot. Yeah. Can that's we fantastic. just can we just be incredulous Isn't that for amazing? you? You're so nice. You're just like, whatever. Like, we, we can't we're just, believe it. We're just spitting out facts. <laughs> there, there's there's you, four others, and then the rest of all Americans yeah. running this race. Yeah. Um, I think it's special. It's something cool. It's something that I, I um, obviously, when you're dreaming, you always dream big. But, like, it's it's cool to see it, to, some parts starting to come to fruition. And, you know, I'm really grateful for everything. But this is, I feel like I'm just now starting my journey in the steeplechase. So, I'm well, excited. If you're just beginning, then it's it's been a really good start. Things are going pretty good. <laughs> what what about the team you're leaving behind? Uh, it seems like uh, track and field and cross country get stronger and stronger every year. They're running around town all the time. We try not to hit them as we're driving our cars. Yep. Uh, what's the future look like for BYU? I think the future is so bright. There are so many incredibly talented, tough, and passionate women on this BYU women's distance team. And... Um, I think that they have a very bright future, and yeah. I'm so excited to see what they do. They're they're going to do great things. Sure. 
We've seen a national championship in cross country as a team, uh, obviously several individual national champions in track and field and cross country. Uh, this team finished number nine. Is it beyond the reach of Diljeet Taylor and BYU women's track and field to win an outdoor track and field national championship? Like, do you, can you envision that? Um, you know, I, I think that there shouldn't be any ceilings put onto the potential of any of these teams, you know, our entire track team, as well as our women's distance squad. I think, I think that's the beauty that coach Taylor has, um, help us grow in the last six mm. years that she has been here. And I've been here is that we don't need to put a ceiling on our limits. And so I think, I think the sky is the limit for us. And so I think they can put their head down and work, and, and I think great things will come. Fantastic stuff. Just don't big time us, okay? All right. We know you got everything going this for you. This show's always here. We're out, yeah. You know where it Go is. Don't, don't worry. Don't, don't forget worry. your Just roots. Just come in Courtney. whenever you want. Don't worry. We're, we're here in Provo. We love uh, it. I love it. Courtney, thanks. Congratulations Thank again. We appreciate you putting up with us Fantastic. multiple times. Well done. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Coming up, Javelin champion. Ashton Reiner is going to join us in the studio. Do you think we can get her to throw in here? Yeah, I don't, can, we, can we get her to throw something at a sprinting Jerem Jordan? <laughs> That's like a yeah. – we've got a whole summer special right there. <laughs> Plus the latest poll projections where BYU would go and uh, taking on a familiar foe. How do you feel about what they have slated? This Jerem, is BYU Jerem's Sports on jury duty. He might take a it's true. spear today. We love you, Jerem. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Marisk, enabling global trade for a growing world. This is BYU Sports Nation. To interact with the show and get great content throughout the day, follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. He is Dave McCann. I am Spencer Linton, and it is time to whip it. The Cougar Whip Around presented by Marisk, your integrated container logistics company enabling global trade for a growing world. Athlon Sports, they released their bowl projections for the 2022 season. Realistic because we're in June. Uh, they've got BYU going back to the Hawaii Bowl to take on San Diego State. Ooh. Is this the best bowl prediction you've seen so far for yes, the Cougs? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we've seen a second bowl projection now for the Hawaii Bowl, but the first time BYU was slated to play Western Kentucky, as much as I love their mascot, that, you know, Big Red, the Hilltopper, uh, playing San Diego State with the rivalry and tradition there in Hawaii would be a lot of fun. And the other one was Appalachian State on the home field of uh, – uh, it's the turf. It's a turf field in Conway, South Carolina, you know, and I don't want to go back to that field. No. I don't want to go back to Coastal. No. Come on, like I don't want to play on that Coastal Carolina field again. So yes, this is. We'll the take best Coastal's shooting guard, but we don't want to go back there and play football. True. Okay. Uh, Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, Dave, was released this morning, and shockingly, BYU men's basketball, and not so shockingly, was not included. Do we expect BYU to be in bracketology at some point? in the upcoming basketball season. Sure, I think so at some point. Uh, but Mark Pope's still working his roster, as he told us last week. Uh, they're still looking for a couple more pieces. So without those pieces, they're not in today's bracketology. Okay, get those pieces. He's got a, he's got a way of getting this team to play well. Yeah. And so I think at some point, you bet. Dallin Hall's going to join the program tomorrow as well. Fantastic. He's a key piece that's coming back for Mark Pope. Yeah, it's understandable. Right now, there's no reason for BYU to be in bracketology. They will be. They, they will be at some point. I'm just, I just want to know the extra pieces that are going to come in. Yeah, it'd be great to know. Uh, we asked Mark that, and he goes, 
Uh, you'll know when we get there. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. The Miami Hurricanes have paired with a player trading card company, Tops. Do they put the gum still in those, Tops? I think I there's, a, there's a health and safety hazard involved with that now. <laughs> I would only get those cards for the gum when I was a kid. <laughs> anyway, it's an NIL opportunity for some of the athletes, including football and men's basketball players. If this were to happen at BYU, which players in school history do you think would be the must-have trading cards from BYU? Well, I own one of them, and it's a it's an NFL pro set. Let's be honest. You only own that because you're in it. No, no, not not that one. I'm not even. Oh, I'm you're not, not talking about, about the I'm not talking about that one. Oh. I'm talking about the Ty Detmer Heisman Trophy rookie card. All right, I take that back. NFL All Pro. It's it's yeah the see uh, that's the, the one pro I was set about. from 1991. That Ty Detmer Heisman Trophy card that was like a beloved possession. Still is a beloved possession of mine. Um, so that Steve Young has got to be somewhere, right? Yeah, like, throw McMahon in there. Like the classics. Yeah. You got you got to have those guys. And yes, I have a Zach Wilson card that I'm featured in as well. Yeah, we saw it. We saw it. <laughs> I'd still take the gum over any of those cards. Bronco Mendenhall participated in the Eagle Mountain Rodeo over the weekend. Yes, the Bronco Mendenhall. He was competing in the roping event. Here's some video of it. So as we watched this, we wondered if Kalani were to participate in the rodeo, <laughs> what event do you think he would do? And uh, mutton busting was not an option. <laughs> You gotta go with bowl riding, right? Take Kalani straight to the top. You think he would? The big take burly on a bowl? dude. Yeah, I think the bowl would be scared. You know? I'd like, pay to watch that. I would love to see Kalani ride the bull. How about Bronco in here, roping cattle? Is anybody surprised? He's a cowboy at heart. Yeah, yes. Like he really is. Coming yeah. up, the top five BYU teams from the past athletic year. And our second national champion guest, Ashton Reiner, that javelin national title, is back in studio. Yeah, that smile tells it all. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. For all your BYU highlights, the favorites, the content, the interviews, make sure to subscribe to BYU TV Sports YouTube channel and do it today. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are live in Studio B. It is a national championship show on this Tuesday, June 14th. The second of our national champions is Ashton Reiner, javelin with uh, the javelin expertise, I should say. She's the best of the best in the country in the NCAA. Ashton, congratulations and welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, how's it feel? Feels pretty good. Yeah. Feel blessed. Feel amazing. Are people nicer to you? More respectful? Yes. My dad especially is very nice <laughs> to me right now. I'm like, Dad, thank you. <laughs> you should be. Yes. Should be. Proud of you. Father's he's... Day coming up. You already gave him the greatest Father's That's Day present you could possibly me. hope for. Just yes. take a picture of it on Sunday. I was like, here you time. go. You can have it. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. <laughs> you can yeah. have it. Well, it's retroactive, too. Like, if you forget something in the years coming, just be like, hey, remember that one time I won the national championship? We're good. Yes. You know, yes. parents, uh, and, and we've got kids. I have some older kids. Spencer's so much younger than I. But we, we agonize with our kids through these events, whether it's t-ball, little league, soccer, track and field, and, and, and on and on. So for your parents to, to see you do this, through the bumps that you've had along the way where their support's been so huge, uh, what that mean to you? What does it mean to them? Um... I, I feel like they're the ones that have seen the most trials in my life. And to them, I, I, I know this is bad to say, but I don't throw javelin for myself. Like if anything, it is so hard and just like mentally hard, but like I do it for my parents to show them like, hey, like you guys did good. Like all my siblings are so, um, they're just amazing. And I think like 
for them. I'm like, hey, guys, you guys are good parents. You guys raised amazing kids. And so I think just to show them my appreciation for them, I was like, this na national championship's for them. Well, if you weren't the favorite child, you're the favorite child yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Have you, you shown the, the trophy child. to your siblings to go, yeah, this, this is what I got? <laughs> After Colton, probably. That's <laughs> <laughs> my oldest brother. Okay, let's talk about the performance. Um, you accomplished it on your first throw. Did you know? Like, when, when you hit that first throw, you're like, I'm going to win the national championship. Yes, but I was like, I better win with this throw because I threw two meters behind the line. And yeah. I was like, if I don't win with this, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah, too, like, people were pointing that out, like, whoa, and she threw it from, you know, a pretty good distance Why behind did you the do line. That? So I was feeling very fast in my warm-ups, and so my coach was like, hey, just move two feet back. And I was like, yeah, I probably should. Because, honestly, I'd rather have two meters behind the line instead of, like, two feet after the yeah, line. Yeah, fault. Yes, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just move back. And then when I did, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but I still won with it. So I'm super happy with it. Better than scratching. Okay. Yeah. No, no question. Did it feel like as soon as it left your hand, like home run hitters will say, I knew it was gone as soon as the ball left the bat. Did you, did you feel like, hey, this is going places? Yes, because um, the practice right before, I had all these great feelings. Like my coaches were like, just make sure you get this feeling and it's going gonna, it's gonna to leave your hand perfectly. I had that feeling. And I knocked the wind out of myself, and that's usually a good sign. Whoa. Yes. Um, everyone's like, did you hurt your arm? Because if you, like, watch right after that throw, I was like, like, I hurt so bad. And I couldn't speak because I knocked the wind out of myself. So I knew it was good. Okay. So that, that throw sticks, and you, you see that it's incredible. Is that, I mean, just by nature of it being in the national championship, is that the best throw you've ever had? Or do you still feel like, uh, I've thrown better before? I've definitely thrown better before. Really? 100%. Yes. So timing was a little off. I was a little open, which means my shoulders were open before I even threw. So I definitely feel like there's more to come. Okay. A lot more to come. Well, there's another season to come. There's yes. a title defense yes. to come. Yes. Right? Yes. It's going to be crazy. Um, in the finals, out of the nine people, only one person's graduating. Really? Yes. Everyone's back. Everyone. Do you have a rival? No, I love them all. Like, I feel like throwers <laughs> are just so nice. Yeah. Like, just super nice. So I was like, we're all, like, I asked anybody, everyone, I was like, is anyone graduating? They're like, no. <laughs> like, oh, we'll crap. See you next year. Yes. I was we'll like, see you next year. year. Wow. First field national championship in a field event in 30 years at BYU. Mm -hmm. uh, first ever to do it in the javelin. What do those two things mean to you? Um, I didn't know that at first. They asked me that in an interview right after, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But um, I know it means a lot to me because I put in the work. I put in a lot of work. And it also means a lot to my coach because he's put in a lot of time, a lot of work of, like, building our throws program because it is hard to, like, recruit and everything. So for my coach, I knew it was just amazing for him. And I'm just happy I did it for him, too. So. Okay. Is that who you're hugging in this video that we're yes. looking at right now? Yep. And then that's my dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Yes. And it was their anniversary. It was my parents' anniversary that day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. We have to ask you this question because we're, we're hardened journalists. Have you ever speared anyone with your javelin? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, kind of. So, we throw at a wall in the wintertime because it's too cold outside. So we throw at a wall and it bounces back at you if you're, not, if you're too close and not paying attention. So me and my um, teammate Paige, we threw and like I turned back and I was like, that was a good one. And they're like, 
they like start yelling Ashton and it comes in the back like spears me in the back oh like, no it got me in the back you hit yourself I hit myself oh <laughs> you speared yourself I was how, like oh yeah how bad was this how bad of an injury it, it wasn't okay. bad it wasn't bad I just think it's so funny <laughs> and then what was the second one um my friend Paige my teammate Paige did it she, as well she's still your friend yeah, she's still my friend. She's amazing. <laughs> oh. Now, during the break, we were discussing, and we talked about this last time you visited Studio B, uh, you being from Connell, Washington, yes. and uh, which is home of the Hadleys. Hadley brothers. Spencer and Matt, who yes. are great football players yes. here. Your dad coached them. Okay? Yep. But you, you've now you, you made it official. You're the best athlete to ever come out of Connell. Yes, I told Matt and Spence. I was like, sorry, guys, I, I took the title. I'm definitely the best that come out of Connell now. <laughs> How'd they react to that? I'm sure they <laughs> said, you're exactly right. Yes, they actually did say that. Matt's like, okay, yeah, you win. So, you're, I mean, it's crazy. I'm, I'm looking at these headlines that we have on the TV side right now. You know, national champion, uh, ranked number one. You were ranked number one heading into nationals. Um, you're obviously now number one official. What does that little number mean? When you see that, is it more pressure or is it more like, yeah, accomplishment? So there was a lot of pressure going in. Everyone's like, there's like a target on your back. Everyone says that. Oh, there's a target on your back. I didn't think That's of that. That's tough in the javelin. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, it was also like a lot of confidence. I was like, I'm number one. Like my averages are now their PRs. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you have this. Like I instilled in myself, not scared, just confident. Okay, let's, let's revisit the numbers. And again, we did this last time. What's the next mark you're trying to hit? I want 62.19. That is Maggie Malone's um, um, national re or NCAA record. 62 meters. Yes. And then 19. Is that so? Six, okay. 62.19. Is that what yes. we're going for? Yes. 62.19. Okay. Yes. Wow. Have you thrown that before? Like in a practice? I've gone close to it in practice, but not yet. But I, it's coming. I know okay. it's coming. Wow. Yes. What, what is it that gets you there when... when um, when, when you've reached your peak, at least for this season as a national champion, but now you go back to practice and you go, how can I throw it further? I've thrown it further than anyone else, so now how can I throw it further than that? But is it, how do you even condition for that? Um, I'm in the weight room a lot. Like I would say, so I work out with my team, which is an hour, and then me and my husband, Lane, yeah. we go to the gym for another BYU football hour and a half. <laughs> yes, we love the gym. And then also a lot of technique. A lot of technical work goes into it. And so I have a lot of things to work on that will make me be a heck of a lot good thrower, better thrower. Okay. Great. I mean, do you watch, like, what kind of tape do you watch? Do you watch yourself more or do you watch, you know, top-tier athletes? What's your film study like? Um, I watch both. I like to just um, go back to my 60-meter throw, and I'm like, what did I do good on this? It looked so effortless. So I'll look at those, and then I'll also watch Mackenzie Little. She's amazing. She was an NCAA champion as well. Um, I'll go look at her and just like watch their little things that I need to work on that they do really well. Sure. And that's what I find and try and execute those cues. Team took ninth place overall. Yeah. How, how can you build on that for next season? What do you got coming behind? Um, we have a lot of girls coming up. Um, I think we are going to get a few more girls to nationals next year in Javelin. All of our girls are throwing amazing. We had five Javelin thrower girls, just girls, go to um, regionals. And that's insane. So um, I think overall our whole team's going to be even better next year. Sadly, we're going to lose Courtney. Yeah. She's yeah. amazing. Um, but we're building. <clears throat> we're definitely building. 
Okay, with the 62-19, just out of curiosity, would that put you in contention to make an Olympic team for the United States? I believe so, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you're not, you're not far off is what we're getting at. Yes. So you might as well go for that. Yes, I will. I want to go for that, yes. Man, what a story. There'll be a day when, when the U.S. Olympic team is just full of BYU cougars. <laughs> Seriously. We're, we're pacing for that. Seriously, yes. Right? And, and yeah. then throw in Ashley Hatch and some of the others on the soccer team, and you got, you got, a, you got a group. This is, there's an overarching uh, theme here. It's BYU women's athletics. Yeah. Like, yes. and I, I'm not kidding. Like, it yeah. has been a remarkable year specific to the women's sports. You know, and it started with women's soccer going to the national yeah. championship, women's volleyball doing their thing, making another – Sweet you know, 16. Yeah, Sweet 16, which has just become the status quo for them. Yeah. Women's basketball had their best record uh, ever in program history. And then track and field. Like, Gymnastics, too. Gymna- uh, top yeah. 20 team there. What, We're killing it. What's the deal? What's going on, Ashton? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> We're just doing super good um, in the locker room. It's it's fun in the locker room because we all share a locker room. And... Like, we pass by everyone, we're like, you guys are having a heck of a season to everyone because everyone's having a heck of a season, you know? Yeah. So the locker room's really fun, and, yeah, everyone's yeah. super nice. And You have a great season. Have yes. your, you have a great yes. season. Have you your have friends go season. in first now. Say, national champions coming in, and then you can walk in. <laughs> <laughs> That'll set you apart from everyone else in the locker room. Oh, gosh. Uh, Ashton, congratulations. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. Good job. Yes. Ashton Reiner on BYU Sports Nation, national champ in the javelin. Coming up, our elite voice of the day, although we've heard from two elite voices already. Yeah, we were talking about great teams on campus this year, right? Well, Top 5 Tuesday presents the top five teams at BYU over the last athletic calendar year. Does football even make the list? This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Download the podcast, your favorite podcast platform. It's all there waiting for you. And please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It's very simple. And even if you want to leave a negative review, whatever. Or maybe don't do that. (laughs) We don't read those, but you could leave it. We just skip right on to the... Next one. Alongside Dave McGann, I'm Spencer Linton. It is time for Top 5 Tuesday, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. Now the track and field have officially wrapped up their team seasons. We look back at the top five teams at BYU during the 2021-2022 athletic calendar year. Dave, start us off at number five. You teased this a moment ago. Would football be in? They're in at number Ooh. five. Season highlights include going 6-1 and one against P5 teams. 5-0 and against the Pac-12, and they beat Utah wire-to-wire over at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Samson Nakua promised his ailing grandmother he'd score a touchdown against his former team. and He did. About a minute before halftime, he was in the end zone. What a moment that he and his brother both got on sportsmanlike conduct penalties. First <laughs> ever in BYU history. The two boys have shared the same penalty. Cougars won 10 games, finished ranked 19th in the final AP poll, lost the bowl game, but... So many guys didn't play in that game, including quarterback Jaron Hall, who is 100% healthy for fall camp when it opens in August. Yeah, they won 10 games and finished number 19, and they barely made this list. That's how good it's been. Number four, women's track and field. Following that impressive indoor and outdoor season, highlighted by Courtney Wayman's two individual national titles, setting an NCAA record and winning a natty in the steeplechase. Ashton Reiner just heard from her winning the national title in Javelin. BYU women's team had three other top 10 finishes 
and finished number nine overall in outdoor at nationals as a team. At number three, men's cross country. After taking first at four different meets, including the WCC Championships and NCAA Mountain Regionals, the men's team finished seventh at nationals. Connor Mance running a personal best and course record in the 10K time of 28-33-1 and winning the individual national title for the second year in a row. Connor's a beast. Number two, BYU women's soccer. Historic season. 17 wins. Averaged almost three and a half goals per game. They went to uh, the College Cup for the first time. I mean, they, they dominated on the way to Santa Clara in that Final Four. Got to the National Championship after beating Santa Clara in penalty kicks on their home field, only to lose to Florida State in PKs. Regardless, an incredible season for BYU women's soccer. They want to go back. That's going to be a fun ride. You can see them all season long on BYU TV. Coming in at number one, women's cross country. After finishing on the podium in each of their six meets during the season, the ladies took second place at Nationals in Tallahassee, helped along by NCAA Division I Women's Athlete of the Year, Whitney Orton. Orton won all three of the events she raced in, including the WCC Championships and the NCAA Cross Country National Title. Yeah, who do you give the Best Female Athlete of the Year award to? Because Whitney Orton and Courtney Wayman have got some unbelievable resumes. Yeah, flip a coin. Seriously. All right, a question of the day. We want to know what you think were the most impressive and memorable individual performances by BYU athletes over the past year. Our elite voice of the day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, comes from at Cameron RC on Twitter, who says, in my opinion, Tyler Algier punching the football out of the hands of Arizona State. Now, that's the best play, probably the best play, but his best performance overall is the one we pointed out against Virginia with five touchdowns and yeah. 266 yards. And he had so many. And then you talk about the overall, the single-season all-time rushing record, beating Luke Staley. What a year for Algier. Mm. The play against Arizona State, all those yards, the record, and now he's off to the NFL. Now doing we his thing with the, the Falcons. Today's Rise and Shout-Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We've alluded to it, but let's go ahead and just go back there one more time. Just to all the women's sports at BYU, an unforgettable and historic campaign. And gearing up for one last run before the Big 12, yeah. and then things get serious. <laughs> Our thanks to today's guest, Courtney Wayman and Ashton Reiner. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Dave, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Tiffany Lott Hogan. We'll see you tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. Go Cougs.